0: going on everybody it's your boy rail back with another review oh yeah you know what time it is it is finale time this probably is the fastest 10 weeks ever recorded i don't know i don't know where the time went but this is why i like shows that get released weekly because you look so forward to the sunday to watch this type of shit that you're just going throughout your week just making it to Sunday. And I guess that's good and bad because you get the anticipation. You get the conversations. You get the memes, the gifts, the jokes, the arguments for six days. And on day seven, it all comes to fruition. So it's sad to see that go. And I have a different take on this finale Than what I'm seeing from a lot of you. Oh I'm looking at the comments. I'm not the comments in YouTube. But I'm just looking on social media. Just getting a little buzz. And I'm not really liking what I'm seeing. People are missing something. And it's unfortunately. Yet again. It's up to real. To do that. Like I guess I just. I don't know. Maybe I'm the bad guy. Maybe I'm the bad guy. Because I'm going to give you the real. This is not no fluffer channel. This is not where you're going to go to get some friendly shit where everybody is just loving up on something. You got to earn everything on this fucking channel. I'm not letting a writer, producer, director, actor slide on shit, especially fucking storytelling and fucking the the tricks that we see all the time. Okay? But, because I feel like I'm revving up already, I'm going to start with love first. I'm going to start with love. Right? You see what I got on today? I went and dug this out. Right? Right? This is when I was all the way Targaryen. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and bust this out for the finale. But now I want to go change. I'm going to take this shit off. But I won't do that. Anyway, (laughs) so let's start off with some love. I... Like House of of the Dragon. I think they brilliantly... uh, Separated themselves from Game of Thrones. Yet... um, Incorporated it. At the same time. It was a beautiful... It is a beautiful spinoff. Because, you know... When you're looking at something that was what... How many seasons was Game of Thrones? Like eight, nine, something like that? So you fall in love with these characters. You want to compare... Any and everything that you put Game of Thrones name on to the OG, but you tend not to do that in House of the Dragon. I for not one second did I go, oh, this character is a this type of character. Every character on House of the Dragon stood alone. It was an amazing season. And it gave me Game of Thrones vibes. Right? It was lacking in dialogue, sure. Sure. But there was, it, it's a great show, right? And I cannot wait to continue to review it next year. Oh, that sounds painful. A whole year? That sounds painful. <laughs> but you know, it's more painful. Oh, shit. I feel like Hulk Hogan, when he when he get his ass beat, and then you think you are about to get him, but then he puts that arm up. Oh, brother, and then he turns it up on you. That's that's where I feel like I'm at it. Ah, <sighs> but you know what I don't like? This fucking trend that I've been seeing happen where the episode before the finale is better than the fucking finale. Like, are is, is this about to be an argument? Am I gonna have to do this? Episode nine was far and above this finale that I just seen. Oh, yeah. It. I mean, it, and I, this was my fear. Because episode nine was so fucking good, it had everything. It made me hate people, I laughed at people, and then it finished up nicely with the massacre and murder, and like a declaration of war, but I guess it wasn't after watching this episode. I'm a little confused. But that was my fear. And my fear came to fruition. I was like, fuck, episode 9 was too good. 10 is not going to do it. It's not going to live up to it. And it didn't. It did not. So let me go ahead and um, do your argument against me for you. Hmm. Let's say you was like, oh, what do you mean? This was phenomenal. Did you see that cliffhanger? Tell me you're not wanting more. Yeah, sure. I want more. That's fucking obvious, and you think what? Why? Why is something so obvious a point? That's like asking me, "Oh, real here, have this Popeye's biscuit. Would you like something to drink to go with that biscuit?" What you think I'm gonna do? You gonna think I'm gonna sit there and ponder it? You think I'm gonna fight it? No, motherfucker, give me the drink. I will choke to death on this goddamn biscuit. It's delicious, but it is significant. It is synonymously known. As a choking hazard. Yes, I need something to drink. That's obvious. So you telling me about some fucking amazing cliffhanger and how you know I wanted more. No shit. You want more. I want more. Fans of Game of Thrones, we just gonna want more. So uh, please throw that fucking argument out the door. And, And listen to this one maybe. You know why I wasn't a fan of this finale? It wasn't because there wasn't great scenes in it. It was because, A, I wasn't learning any new information. I didn't see any big moves being made. I didn't get, I got a holy shit moment all the way at the end. There was no little mini shit moments, okay? There wasn't, it was nothing. It was blah. This entire episode was blah. What what I got, okay, let's go down the line. Boom, everybody's, uh, you know, Rhaenys pops in, right, Rhaenyra's sharing a special moment with Luke, okay, and then Rhaenyra, then Princess Renice walks in and goes, Viserys is dead, and the Greens is on that shit, They they named Aegon as king, so what you gonna do, alright, because it ain't my place to start a war, so I was very confused at that line, for one, I was in utter confusion. How is it not your place to start a war? What the fuck did you think you did by bringing down the house like literally bringing down the house marble, stone, you murdered people, you screamed at them with your dragon i I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what i uh, maybe i don't maybe I'm confused at what starting wars look like. But that would look like a pretty damn good basis to do so. I don't even think the Triarchy did as much damage in their fighting and battling at the Stepstones than Princess Renise did in fucking eight minutes with one dragon and a bunch of unaware citizens. So, I don't... But it's not up to her to start the war. Right? And... Now Renera is trying to take all this information in. now she wants to she's got to get Queenly, right? And what do we see from Princess Renera this episode? She had a baby that died, which I find is the you know sure, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Maybe that's just something unfortunate that happened. If there was some tor- some type of symbolism to her having a um a miscarriage or a still a, stale- a stillbirth, I don't know, I didn't see it. I wasn't seeing what that had to do with anything. It was just some unfortunate shit that we all, we all had to share together. So I was like, okay, that did not move the needle to the plot line at all. She had this baby done. But what I also find ironic about Princess Rhaenyra is that she talked so much shit about her mom and how she didn't want to just be a baby maker like her mom and how people don't give a shit about the baby maker, you know, and she... Has pumped out tons of children. She is. She's just been more successful than her mother at the thing. She was mad at her mom for just the becoming for some reason. So yeah. Oh, did you think that? And, and, and did y'all not think I saw the trick that y'all tried to pull? So they give us see, episode nine, and then they make the Greens feel like they're some type of enemy. Right, they're doing a bunch of shady, uh, uh, ill, ill-ass shit. When they've been doing that the entire season, and then they try, then the writers try to spin you on the the side of Team Black. They try to make them look noble. They got Ranera out here talking about, I don't want to be the queen of a burnt-down place. I don't want to go to war. We gotta, I gotta find my allies. You know, fighting with dragons is a little too much. I don't. I don't want to do all that. Right? She lets Otto's dusty ass step up into Dragonstone on her bridge with an army, telling her the demands of King Aegon. <laughs> right? He's got the balls, the unmitigated gall to do this. Daemon rightfully is like, "Fuck this! Let's tell her our answer by murdering this old crusty motherfucker and sending him his rip." Just- his dick and that's that's damon for you that's damon for you but now she's like no i'm not gonna do that i'm bigger than that i'm a better person bullshit they are not gonna try to trick me into thinking renera is a good uh, person because she didn't want to kill otto what because she doesn't want to only reason she's not trying to burn shit down is that exact reason she doesn't care about loss of life if she wants that throne She feels slighted. Does she want to have to kill Allison? Probably not. She'd probably like to find a more diplomatic approach, but let's not be fooled. She's very much with the shits, okay? Because she's not going to just, you know, there's only going to be so much talking before there's going to have to actually be some fighting. Now, what I will say is her plan of having them strike first is a smart plan because both sides know that a war is coming. It's inevitable. You're not going to talk your way into a into running the realm. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. But you can't control who strikes first. And the person who starts the war first is going to be the guilty party. That's where the people, the commoners are going to be like, why would so-and-so start this dragon battle, burning up our houses and shit, fuck them, I'm team other person. So Rhaenyra's got that type of line. But I did, you know, Princess Renes get locked up last episode, but Otto gets to roam around free-talking shit, which makes me think, I don't don't respect none of them over there. It was no fear. And I said, damn, they couldn't send somebody else? Maybe there was a chance that, I don't know, they'd be upset, and what's one dead Otto? Is killing Otto an act of war, maybe? Is that why they sent him in there on some some, uh, King Leonidas type shit? You know what I'm saying? They was like, hey, if we go out there and they kill me, then all of Greece got to fight. I'm not starting shit. I'm just chilling. But if if I sacrifice myself, then all of Greece got to fight. Ain't nobody finna bow down to Xerxes. Is that Otto? Does Otto think he's some dusty-ass version of King Leonidas? Was that the play? Was he ready to lay his life down? Is he that thirsty? I don't know. He don't seem that selfless to me. But, you know, the fuck do I know? But I'd be more likely to agree with the fact that I think I don't just think they was all soft. I'm leaning more toward that. I think he knew he was safe. I think he knew Princess Rhaenyra wouldn't dare murder him and almost taunted her by bringing his presence there. That's what I'm thinking. Selflessness? Otto, Negative. And how about everybody's favorite Prince Damon? I see the trickery, people. You can't trick me. So let me guess. I'm supposed to be team black because Damon was looking so, is this what you call noble? Let me go ahead with the Damon argument because I'm such a Damon hater, right? So let me pose the argument all the Damon lovers are about to fucking bring to me right now. Let me go ahead and take care of it for you oh a uh, real didn't you see how he was standing up for his brother he accused them of killing his brother and he was mad about that false false he accused them because he wants the war he wants to start that shit uh, how do i know i don't know maybe because he's been grooming hella dragons in his first fucking war plan in the room was hey we got 13 dragons today three so fuck what we talking about I say we go eat the shit out of them. And somehow Princess Rhaenyra is only the sense of reason like, sure, we got more dragons, but how many of them are battle tested? I say, ooh, great question. Didn't know that was a bit of foreshadowing either for this same episode. And he seems, I don't know, unhinged. Like, I don't give a fuck. This person could ride one hell. Go find some of your cousins. Get them on a goddamn dragon. I don't give a shit. Let's just throw dragons at them. That's Damon's master plan, and he's all with it, so much so that when she didn't let him kill Otto on that bridge, they did we forget how he went in there and choked her up, but this is your this is your your kingly Damon, and then when Damon spits the line to Otto, where he goes, "I'd rather feed my boys, my children to dragons before I let them carry shields and cups. Let me guess that was another one of his. Little banters, right, one of his little noble banners, oh rail, he's just saying he would never uh, bow down he will he will fight for what's his he he'll fucking Kaiser Soze his kids for the win. that's some strong shit, you know what it takes to sacrifice your family it for me, it would take a lot for me to sacrifice my family, I don't know how you feel about it, and i I would agree with you, it takes a lot for somebody. To pull a Kaiser Sose and murder their own children in lieu of them, I don't know, being employed at the castle. <laughs> it would take a lot for me to pull that off. For Damon, not so much. We see how he has dealt with his girls from childhood and up. We see how he deals with his stepkids. Damon is a walking, talking, fuck them kids. He could give a shit less. He don't care about lady wives or children. Please take the man at his word. I don't, y'all have a toxic relationship with this sick motherfucker. Like, you will make what he said about his children something good somehow. And then I'm the psychopath that's just like, you know, he'll really feed his kids to the dragons instead of being employed. Like, and that's a good dude. How about when twin them, twin shows up. He's the only one spitting that queen shit to her. Why they ain't having a nice little backyard uh, crowning festival. He, I didn't even know. Twin was probably one of the better moves I've seen this episode. He, I didn't know he stole a fucking crown. I said, oh. Oh. This man really got away. He stole Princess Reneas and he stole a crown. I said, Twin's been at work. Right? And then here goes Damon staring at the crown. In all of it. Let me guess people. Oh poor Damon. Always the bridesmaid. Never the bride. And then you're going to say. Oh but he bent a knee to Rhaenyra. He loves his lady wife. He respects her as a queen. He respects her as the queen. He has undermined everything she wanted to do. She only had to. He only like. Not killed Otto for her. Because there were people watching. But please believe. That if there wasn't an audience and she said hey damon when you go to the store and if you bump into auto try not to murder him and there's nobody around damon's gonna fucking murder him he doesn't give a shit what renair talking about and if for a second you think that this motherfucker ain't got his eye on the crown and he wouldn't be more than happy than to see renair's demise you lost me And then they try then these writers try to make a scene where we feel sad. They give her this underdog role. Underdog my ass. You're not gonna play me. Ranera's a bad person. Damon's a bad person. These people are bad. You're not gonna make them into some underdog. Just because Aegon had the whole crowd, you know what I'm saying? He was fucking crowned in front of the city. And she just had a quiet kickback, right? Where motherfuckers just bend to the knee, and only person that really did a nice speech was the fucking twin so like no you do you not see the manipulation that they are trying to pull no not team black not team green these are still bad people what they're trying to do is spin you to make you forget all their transgressions and be like oh renera even though she is rightfully the heir so you got me there she does have um claim to the throne i don't care how nasty she is she still has claim to it i don't care how nasty her husband is how disappointing her children are she still is the heir to the throne do i want her to be there no so there you have it like i said i'd rather have princess Renice, the queen that never was i'd much rather have her running shit now another thing i saw on this episode This whole thing about Jace, when did Jace, so now Jace is out there picking on Luke because he got his ass kicked at a dinner and he found that he was, I don't know, weak as shit compared to Eamon. So now he's kicking up a notch by beating the shit out of Luke. I said, no. Now he's trying to stand up uh, to his mother and say, I got this. And he's trying to step up to Damon like, yo, what my mama say, bro. She said, we ain't doing this. So I said, Jace, relax, (laughs) relax. You are not built like that. You are far from like that. So chill. Chill. And then another thing about this episode, what was it, Corliss? Because, see, in episode nine, there was planning, there was plotting, there was fuckery, there was murder, where you were like, oh, Otto was on get down, you gonna get down or you gonna lay down? You had plots, you had fires, you had all these intricacies, you had locating Aegon, building them up, you had a race to get to him that still to this day doesn't make sense. But it happened. You had the Greens building everything up into place, a place of power, uh arguing, succeeding in the plan, and then it all become ruined with renice Well not ruined, I mean Aegon's still king, but it the party got shit on. In a way that they did not see coming. So now it was fantastic. Ten, what planning was happening? Oh, they 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 lit up a table like a fucking light bright. Wow, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I was like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Table, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not mad at the table. Was that like lava or fire that lit that thing up? Whatever it was, it was a dope ass table. Probably the best thing in this episode next to the the ending. Okay, so there were nice things in here. I like I like a lot of things in here. Matter of fact, so don't, but what I'm saying is, still, Renera is out here reaching. She's out here saying who's on her side, who's not, but still making no forward effort. It's just conversation. We're not learning anything new this episode. There's no big pieces moving this episode, right? What was the biggest piece that happened this episode? That was for Rhaenyra. Think about it. It was, I don't know, Corlys coming about his deathbed, claiming allegiance to Rhaenyra. And he's the one who came up with the plan of creating a chokehold that would keep supplies from coming to King's Landing. Cool. So now we got a battle plan. So they did add that. But they're missing the big piece. We need so-and-so's house. We need so-and-so's house to make this thing happen. Right? What I was looking for this episode, what would have appeased me, is if I don't know, they made it to these places to have conversation, like Jay, like like uh, Jace, when he flew off. I wanted to see him reach Winterfell, the Starks, Baratheon, something, have a conversation, and then you could do the crazy shit you was gonna do to Luke. That's what I'm talking about. Like Corliss was all, and Corliss's allegiance. It was already there. There was nothing new. He just gave you a plan. That whole conversation between him and Renice, Renice already pledged to Rhaenyra. already gave her the tea. Corliss had no choice but to go along with it. And the fact that he. The fact that he just, like, oh shit. I say we don't choose no side. I say we go back to Driftmark and let these mother. These psychopaths work it out and we just kick back. I like how th- that was his. <laughs> That was his determination before. Renice was like, come on now, baby. You know, we can't just do that. I gave Renée our word. So, you know, we got to do what we got to do. We already said so-and-so's the heir. But what I did like about it... Oh, I wasn't done with Damon either. But what I do like about it, the what I thought was funny, was when Colas was in bed and Renice tells him, yo, uh, by the way, your brother's dead. Yeah, so what he did was he called... <laughs> Ranera's kids illegitimate and the first before before she could get the next line out my nigga carlos was like oh my god he didn't do it and then she's like "Mm," and i'm like "Mm, he did it he did it he's like god damn it my brother's ambition his constant need for the crowds and just oh oh it would be the death of him his ambition so he knew he fucking knew and then when he found out that damon was the one who put him down he was like oh Yeah, whatever. He knew somebody was going to kill him. And he didn't give a shit it was Damon. But you can't call the man's wife, kids, illegitimate. So, and that's, like, everybody knows Damon. So he's not mad. Like, what are they going to be mad about? This is what Damon does on, like, every other Tuesday. Just, you know, it's not not shocking to Corliss. But what was shocking to me is how y'all Lord and Savior, Prince Damon... Duck the fade, duck the conversation with Corliss. Corliss has got a, a thing on his throat. He's got a, a fucking walking stick. And Corliss walks in. He's like, hey, Renera, where's your husband? Where's Damon? And she's like, oh, um, yeah, um, he had some more important shit to do. So he's finna go do that. And he looked back at Renes like, I think, I think dude is nervous. Like, what? Like, I'm gonna be mad that he's here because he killed my brother. Like, your boy's pussy, Damon's pussy, he ducked that, he ducked that conversation with Corliss, let's not, let's not play that like, oh, he really had some other important shit to do, you know what Damon was doing, before y'all jumped down my throat, anybody remember what Damon was doing, I just watched it, guess what he was doing, singing, walking in, singing to a motherfucking dragon, singing a lullaby to a dragon with some jacked ass teeth, them teeth look fucking terrifying, I ain't gonna lie to you, they couldn't even fit in his fucking mouth, I don't know, they need a dental care for these goddamn beasts, cause that motherfucker looks like, I don't know whatever dragon he bites with those motherfuckers is uh they going down but yeah, so he sung him a lullaby, I don't have any idea what the fuck that had to do with anything why he wouldn't be there while a whole war council is being talked about and causes is coming up with a plan like I I don't understand and then here comes Jace right? He's got a plan. He's like, yo, we can't be sending ravens. And and Renera's like, you know what? I can't start with Like, Corlys is even confused. Like, bitch, you ain't trying to do nothing? You ain't trying to start a war? Like, you just gonna let this slide? Like, he's looking around like, is this who I'm supposed to be backing? You just gonna let this ride? And she says, no, I want to make sure I've got my fucking allies in order. And I'm like, okay, cool. That makes sense. I'm with it so i'm hoping to see this plan roll out and jace is like fuck a raven okay i think if we show up on Dragonback with your message personally i think that a whole little bit more weight and maybe a little bit more intimidation remind them hey oh we do got dragons and we can pull up on you at any moment so not not a threat but i'm just saying like you swore an oath so what it is right and I'm thinking, that's a brilliant plan. And I can't wait to see this plan into fruition. I'm looking forward to this plan. Too bad I only get one part of it. One part of it. That See, that's why I'm mad. They could have done so much more and then ended with the big murder scene at the end. Add more pieces. Have more dialogue with the different houses you needed. That's all I was looking for. Let me see Rhaenyra's genius at work i didn't see her do shit she didn't all she did was add restraint everybody came up with a plan oh we should murder otto no we should um choke them off and and kill these people that didn't know we should take 13 dragons to king's land and say no that's all ranera did But wasn't offering shit just like, oh, we just need to talk to some people and figure out something. But not getting the ball in motion. Except for sending her kids out on a a mission with a message. That was her biggest contribution. She didn't even woo Corliss over to her side. She didn't even finagle that. She did fucking nothing. Damon did fucking nothing. Corliss did more than either one of them to, and he had five minutes of screen time, but this was some great fucking finale, are you shitting me, this is better than episode nine, stop it, what the fuck are we talking about, like, this is, this is the tragic shit, and the only reason y'all like it, the only reason y'all was like, whoa, House of the Dragon, oh my god, was because a dragon ate another motherfucking dragon. That's it. That's where you fell in love. And don't get me wrong. I enjoyed all of that. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about from beginning to end. I enjoyed all of that scene. From the second that Luke landed with his little dragon. And then it was raining. That whole ominous vibe of the nighttime. And then he sees fucking Godzilla out there. In the distance, the lightning lights up Godzilla. I said, holy shit. Holy shit, this dude is big. So, And what I really liked about it was, you know, when you're seeing dragons in the one-off, it's hard to determine the size of these dragons, right? So when I saw Rhaegar chilling on the beach, I was like, he's big, but I don't know how big he is compared to Daemon's dragon or Rhaenyra's dragon. But they say he's the biggest in the land. I know that Damon's probably got the longest neck in the land, but I don't know quite physically how these dragons are matching up to each other because very rarely do we see them flying together. Like we saw, for some reason I don't know, maybe it's me. But when Prince, when Princess Lena and Damon was having that flight battle, when Rhaegar and uh, Damon's dragon was flying around with each other. And they was doing their aerial, like, fun. I didn't really see the massiveness of Rhaegar in that episode. Am I crazy? Because Rhaegar seemed to have increased, like, 17 times fold in this episode. Like, he looks like the size of, I don't know. But it, it just does not look like the same dragon. Maybe I'm losing my shit. Somebody, please, get in the comments and tell me. Or go back and rewatch that episode, but I do not recall Rhaegar ever looking this fucking giant. But I do, but what I was saying is I do enjoy seeing the scale. So you get to appreciate the size of Rhaegar. So when the lightning lit it up, I said, holy shit. Oh, that's terrifying. And I'm like, Luke, you know who the fuck is in there. He goes in, sees Eamon. No surprise. No surprise. And you know what? I found out about Aemon. Why I thought I liked him? Why it was? It's because that Amon is my nigga from the Last Kingdom. That's right. He was the priest with that nasty bowl cut, right? He was good friends with my personal homie Utrid, son of Utrid from bebenbe Love Last Kingdom. Y'all ever seen that? Utrid, son of Utrud. All that man wanted was bebenbe bebenbe I'm Utrid, son of Utrid from bebenbe <laughs> love that shit, but yeah, that's Eamon, holy shit, I didn't, it it just, it was just striking me, like, I know this motherfucker from somewhere, but yeah, so salute to, uh, uh, to the actor of Eamon, right, my boy, from Netflix, salute to you, get into that bag, my guy, um, but yeah, so he walks in, sees Amen and then he's talking to some Ill- illiterate lord, <laughs> like, he's like yeah i came here with a message from my mom and he's like okay uh meister get in here you know i can't read what the fuck i was like well somebody else is not a book person (laughs) but it looks like not by choice so i was like how great is that that you have a lord that runs everything runs the the land the town collects taxes is 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 responsible for joining a war, not joining a war. He has like prevalence over people's lives, and he can't put words he cannot read. And you know how trustworthy of a Meister you gotta be. Like he trusts the shit out of this dude because everything comes by way of Raven. This Ma- this Meister could fuck Buddy over at any moment. It could be a raven that came in and said, yo, I know you about to come to King's Landing. Take the other road. Don't come down the road you usually do. It's bandits. They dare to to rape and pillage you. They're going to murder you. Chill. And if you treated that maester wrong that day, if you told him to clip your toenails or some shit, he could be like, oh, this is a message from your cousin. He said he can't wait to see you in King's Landing. Motherfucker. And you're going to take that same road and be fucked. So I'm just like... Reading is fundamental, but you don't need to use those fundamentals on these books, okay? Because then you turn into one of those people. And we don't, not a fan, not a fan of the book people. <laughs> but, so I thought that was funny. And I like how he's like, okay, Eamon promised, they came with a whole little, the wife package. You talking about an oath that my daddy made? Like, hey, look, tell your mom. My response is, come better. Come better, Luke is like, okay, I'll tell the queen you said to come better. I don't know if that's what you want to want me to leave out with this, but that's what I'm gonna do. Now we remember that Renera made sure to tell them, hey, when you go somewhere, no fighting. It's important that you don't fight. Why did she say that? Because fighting can be considered an act of violence. I mean, an act of war. Not only that kids you weak as shit you may have strong blood but you ain't your daddy you're more like your uncle with the one foot that got a thing for feet you're more like the one uncle and that's another great thing about episode nine we found out the kinky relationship between laris and allison where was any of this stuff in this episode please people don't be fooled god is so upsetting but i'll see y'all excitement about this stupid ass episode but anyway Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. But here we go. And like I said, she didn't want them to start a war. But I think deep in her heart, she knew that any fade them two caught was going to end in them getting fucked. Right? And that's exactly what happened. Although, Luke didn't start this fight. Eamon was smart. He was in there to antagonize him by calling him strong. He wanted him to draw his sword. He wanted him to attack him so he could murder him and say, "Yep, they started a war. I just defended myself and I had to kill him cuz that's what Amon wants. Why? Because that's what Damon wants. And that's that's those two, old and young Damon. That's all I'm seeing. One with two eyes, one with one eye. One has more set of balls than the other one. I'm just saying. I'm not going to say who. But it ain't y'all lover. Just putting that out there. So now he's claiming he wants to eyeball, do all this shit. Luke is like, look, fam, I'm not cutting my eye out. I came here as a messenger. The king said, yo, cut this shit. Ain't no bloodshed up in here. Dude's a, a emissary. He's finna leave the same way he came. Somebody escorted this motherfucker to this dragon. Was, he's got it parked out front. Just, just give him his keys back. Let him hop on his dragon and get out of here. Now, what I thought was terrifying, the same thing Luke thought was terrifying. He comes outside looking for Rhaegar. He ain't there. I said, oh, shit. Now, in my head, I'm imagining like off screen, Aemon running full speed. Well, while while Luke is walking out the front door, I'm just picturing the off scene where Aemon is sprinting to hop on on Rhaegar to get the fuck up out of there to watch where his nephew about to go. I'm like, oh, wow. So Luke comes out and he's like, oh, shit. Ain't no Rhaegar, this motherfucker asked for an eyeball, this ain't gonna be good. And I'm feeling the tensity, I'm like, oh my god, oh shit, Luke, what you about to do? And I like how the, you know, rest in peace, Luke, I like what he did, he spoke to his dragon, which I thought was very important, he said, hey, calm down, obey me, relax, we got this, in Valerian, like, he was like, hey, alright, my guy, be cool. Hops on him, takes off. He's trying to get above the clouds, right? He's trying to get out this jam, through the... He's trying to get out the storm. And then that's when you see that image of Rhaegar. Fucking huge. And then the lightning... The lightning was beautiful. The, this whole scene was magnificent. How in the clouds you see this giant beast. How the only way you could see him is when lightning uh, lights it up until he's on your ass. And now you got Aemon fucking with... Um, with Luke on, on Dragonback. And then when you see the two dragons together, I said, boy, this boy Luke is driving a goddamn Fiat. He's driving, what's that car that them fucking stupid dancing mice used to come out of, those fucking Scions? Luke is driving a goddamn Scion, right? While this, while while fucking Eamon is driving an 18-wheeler, right, with extra wheels on this bitch. And I'm like, yo, that boy got a Hemi in it. I said, nah, this ain't even fair. What was that movie with my boy, um, it reminded me of that scene from, uh, shit, Joyride with Paul Walker. Rest in peace, man. Every time I talk about Paul Walker, I get emotional. Ah, oh, miss that man. But yeah, Joyride. You remember when they was like, oh, Candy, Candyland, oh, this is me, I'm coming through. Oh, talk to me, Candy. And they was fucking with that crazy trucker, and they was in that little tiny-ass car, and he kept trying to ram them off the road. He was on some murder shit with their ass. That's this was joyride with dragons. I'm like, oh shit! So now they got their little flight battle, and I'm like, okay, Luke, he's holding his composure. He see the cliffs. He goes through a place where Rhaegar can't fit, right? And then while he's up there, while Aemon's up there looking for him, and I I could tell that he's really not hurting him. He's not trying to hurt. Uh, you you realize uh Aemon is not trying to hurt Luke because he's over there laughing. He's having a good time. He's giggling. I think if he really wanted him, he could have been had him several times. So he's just fucking with him at this point. And I think that's what we know. And we're just like, I think what I was thinking was, he finna make this boy fall off this goddamn dragon. He's about to die. I don't see if Shorty can hold on. Not for once did I think, oh, you niggas ain't even got control of your dragons. What? <laughs> When Luke's dragon just came out of nowhere to burn a shot of Rhaegar's face, I was like, why the fuck would Luke do that? Until I hear him say the words, obey me, no, no, don't do that, don't do that Drax or Rax, whatever the fuck that stupid ass dragon's name was, fucking idiot, like, well, he was like, no, obey me, don't do that, and I was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker ain't got control of his dragon, I said, oh, now, this is about to get spicy. So now Rhaegar's pissed. And now you hear Eamon screaming words like, Obey, no, no Rhaegar. And I said, oh shit. (laughs) I said, oh shit. This nigga screaming at Rhaegar, no Rhaegar, obey, obey. (laughs) This motherfucker Rhaegar said, nigga burn me, son. What you mean, obey? I'm about to, I'm about to obey my thirst, nigga. Was this it's a Sprite commercial? That's the only thing I'm about to obey because I'm about to eat this motherfucker here. He burnt. I don't give a fuck what you talking about, homeboy. He just burnt all my little shit disrespectfully. So I was like, oh my god, I was like, this is not gonna be good. <laughs> I said, this is gonna be so bad, and it was so much worse than I thought. Cause as, as amen is just is just now he's just on a ride on a ride he has no control over and poor luke is trying to get out the jail and he gets to see the beautiful sunlight i was like "Mm, ain't nothing beautiful going on man bruh hey then rhaegar comes out and chomps the shit out of him with one bite he said fuck off luke included he had a twofer he had a Popeye's two-piece dinner, nigga. He had Luke and the goddamn dragon. I said, oh shit. <laughs> and then the Avon's face is priceless. He's like, oh, oh no. Oh. Oh no. No. Fuck no. Why? Oh shit. Shit. That was not supposed to happen. We were just playing. God damn it, Rhaegar. And that seems to me it ties up everything this was what this is exactly what princess well i'm sorry what queen Renera's issue was with Damon and his genius plan of unleashing all these uh unwar ready ass dragons never for once did i even consider the fact that mm, dragons may from time to time do what the fuck they want and that could be a problem. Maybe they get the burning shit. Maybe you tell them stop. Maybe they listen. Maybe they don't. Maybe they want to eat a few town people. Maybe they don't. It, it, it it's just, you know what I'm saying. So I say, holy shit! So that opens up a whole new avenue. And I'm like, maybe Eamon ain't as dangerous as he seems with that big dragon. If you ain't got no control, if you're driving this eighteen wheeler in this snow, in this, in this fucking, uh, in this storm, and you ain't got no control. It seems like maybe you don't need 13 dragons. Maybe you only need two. Two people with war ready dragons that listen. I think that's a W. I think if you get Renice, Damon, and I don't know who got Lainor's dragon, that motherfucker's war ready. Whoever gets them probably got a likely chance of just winning this shit, no problem. So, Amon is looking like he's, we, we found his weakness. His one tough trait was this giant dragon. He ain't got no control over it. So that might play something later on. But yeah, that was a good scene. Sure, that was great. Sure, I said, holy shit, I laughed. I was like, ah, that's fucked up. And then here comes the big ooh moment, right? Damon walks in, head low. Like, oh, I gotta tell her about this one. She's not gonna like this. And then Princess Renera turns around with the, oh, fuck all. What, what was I saying about war? Fuck that. It's on now. You didn't kill Luke, bitch. It's on now. And we're supposed to be scared of his face. So that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, when you say, yes, a cliffhanger, I am not mad at cliffhangers. Cliffhangers happen, I expect them. I expect them. What I don't expect is for a fucking cliffhanger to save a mediocre-ass episode. That's wrong. That's wrong. You, just do me a favor. Watch episode, watch the brilliance of episode nine, and watch where they drop the fucking ball in ten, and then there's no argument to be had. Episode nine, build up, build up, action, action, build up, build up, okay? And then, boom, cliffhanger, where she fucks the whole town up with a dragon. Perfect. I'm watching season 10, the finale, the big, the big culmination of everything. And I'm going, okay, nothing, nothing. Knew that already. Yeah, that's a good plan. Ooh, cool light board right there. That's pretty cool. Mm hmm. Damon, more Damon shit. Mm hmm. Renera, okay. She's, they want us to like her. No, thank you. And then I'm like, is this it? And then boom, big ass dragon sh- fuck up. Wasn't even intentional. It was a big-ass accident, was the cliffhanger. It was an accident. That's what I'm saying. They tried to steal around. And I'm not going for it. That's called lazy writing. That's laziness. They could have done more. They probably saved some bucks here and there because they they decided to go dragon crazy, right? It's the same thing as when you put fucking the expendables. Oh, Stallone. The fucking Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Wesley Snipes. They put... Anytime you see that many stars in a movie outside of Ocean's Eleven, it's it's nine times out of ten going to be a shitty fucking movie. You have to overcompensate with big names because you're about to put out a shit product. It has been done from time and time again, people. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's a trick. All of this was a ruse to let to... Blind you from the fact that this was a trash ass finale with a great cliffhanger, not a great finale with a super big cliffhanger. That's my problem with this shit. Open your eyes. You got robbed. Don't get mad at me for telling you about the robbery. Get mad at the motherfuckers that robbed you of your proper finale and every time that y'all tweeting and quoting and saying shit and you building up like oh this is the best season for that oh i can't wait till you allow these motherfuckers to continue to get away with bullshit throwing flashy shiny shit at you and not giving people like me i guess maybe the only person who fucking enjoys a good storyline a plots that make sense dialogue that match energies not nonsense like but whatever whatever this is your season finale review i'm sure the comments are going to get quite spicy but i'm ignoring them i'm ignoring all the regular rail you a hater rail blah blah i what the fuck ever i'm really talking to the people who know what the fuck i'm talking about right you ain't gotta say nothing i just know that you exist you i'm here for you internalize it everybody else have fun in the comments to talk amongst yourself about how much you loved it. <laughs> you know, whatever. Fucking whatever. Protect your health, yourself, your wealth, man. Your boy, Rail, is out of here. Peace. Yo, I know I don't need no introduction, but y'all know who it is, man. It's your boy, Hollywood Rail. And I appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos. But you know what I need from you? All right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at 1,000 trying to get to two, all right? Push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it come to that subscribe button.